Welcome to the Square Apple Show. Hi, I'm Dr. Yong Shin Ning. I'm the co-founder of Change Voyage Consulting. After 20 years of corporate life, I successfully transited to be an entrepreneur. Wearing multiple hats as an entrepreneur, adjunct lecturer, mother, wife, daughter, sister, has taught me how to navigate life's challenges. And my secret is the Square Apple. In this show, I will discuss tips and strategies to change the way you think about your personal and professional life. Because if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Ready to activate the square apple in you? Let's begin! Welcome to the Square Apple Show. I'm Shinning, and in this episode, I will be sharing my reflections on keeping well to sustain ourselves in life's journey. I wear multiple hats as an entrepreneur, adjunct lecturer, mother and daughter. And managing these different roles can be challenging. I'm sure I'm not alone and many of you who are listening in on this podcast can identify with it. Whilst I claim I can overcome these challenges by thinking out of the box, hacking frames and making magic by turning round apples to square apples, there is inherently one major assumption that I have not addressed. That is, I must be physically, mentally, emotionally and spiritually well enough to overcome these challenges. I wouldn't be able to do any of these things that I talk about in the podcast series if I didn't keep well. There are numerous ways of keeping well, like exercising, meditation, maintaining mental resilience, but I may keep these to another day. Because today, I want to talk about a lesson that I learned about keeping well from running public races. I started running regularly at the age of 40 to fix a backache. That year, I recall I got a huge batch of nearly 200 scripts to mark within a very short period of time. And I got backache just from sitting in that same position for too long. I had no time to see the doctor, so I reckoned that I would try to solve the problem by moving my body more regularly. When I started running, or should I say forcing my body to move quickly. 2.4 kilometers was a huge chore for me. I probably hadn't run 2.4 kilometers since I completed my physical fitness test in junior college. Eh, wait ah, did we even have fitness tests in JC? Miraculously, my back got better through the huffing and puffing. About the same time, I got to know a colleague who was into running marathons and we sometimes chatted about running. So somehow I got motivated to push myself to achieve longer distance. I believe I have a masochistic streak in me. And the way I motivated myself to run faster and longer was to sign up for public runs up to six months in advance. And I would pace myself to train for the event. At that time, my knowledge about training for these public runs were heavily influenced by the colleague who took part in these marathons. Therefore, it is no wonder that I was very motivated to achieve a certain threshold timing during these runs. After all, what's the purpose of participating in these runs if it's not to run your personal best? So, in the first few runs that I participated in, I was very concerned about things like what strategy should I take to achieve a certain timing, what is the split timing that I should maintain, 
and how I should carb load before the run, etc. By the way, all these things do not matter as much to me now. I recalled the advice that my colleague texted me on the eve of my second 10km run, like he typically did in the first couple of runs. Like a concerned coach, he would remind me of the basic things like making sure I laid out my sports wear and bib ahead of time so that I won't miss anything when I headed out of the house early the next day. He's probably right. Anyone would probably miss out stuff if he needs to get up at some unearthly 4am to head out to the start point. That day, in addition to the usual, I recalled he texted me, Respect the distance, the other runners, and yourself. Somehow this advice stuck in my mind as I ran my second 10 kilometers. Originally, I had been anxious because my first 10 kilometers didn't go well, like all first times running a new distance. So I had been anxious. However, Armed with his advice, I felt confident during the run. I paced myself well, knowing that if I ran too fast in the earlier stages, I would run out of steam or get stitches, which would prevent me from achieving my intended timing. I also looked at the runners around me in a new light. You know, one of the joy of running with a lot of people is that they can be a source of motivation to you. When you overtake people that run slower than you, there is some joy that you are faster. But for people who are around the same speed as you, they can be your pacer and motivate you to run faster than you normally would. I didn't think too much about the people around me previously, but with that advice in mind, I began to feel appreciative about these people running around me and I quietly thanked them for their role in motivating me in this journey, even though I didn't know them. That 10km run was the second out of three that I ran. I've since moved on to longer distance to get a bigger bang for the buck that I pay for the very expensive registration fees. But I fondly remembered it as the one that I enjoyed the most. So what insights did I get about keeping well through life journey from this advice? Firstly, I have always felt that life is like a very, very long marathon. With all these multiple hats, it kind of becomes like a Spartan race that ranges from coaching kids to managing house reno to starting up new product lines. Okay, Spartan race organizers, if you're listening in, don't start getting ideas. Because the journey is very long and there are many energy-sapping challenges, we need to pace ourselves for the journey. We can't possibly run a 42km marathon at the same speed like you would run a 100m sprint, right? Oh well, unless you are Eliot Kipchoge who ran 42km under 2 hours. In my podcast, I usually talk about training your mind to think differently about things, but that requires a lot of energy. It is impossible to think out of the box if you are tired. You would probably like to gnaw in the box for as long as you can if you were fatigued, right? So you need to give yourself some headspace to reflect and think, and self-care to give yourself energy to continue on the journey. Secondly, find people that can support you in your journey. 
Marathon is not really a team sport. So the people around you don't really have an active role to help you in your, on, on, in your journey. But I can stretch this a little to think about finding people who can play a supporting role in your life, whether at work or at home. A special mention for entrepreneurs, I find that the BP10 assessment by Gallup, which assesses your entrepreneurial strengths to be helpful, because you will better understand who you are and who you need in your team to complement you. By the way, I don't receive any commission for mentioning this assessment tool. Last but not least, think about your journey as not one, but many of the marathons that you will run. You don't get to where you want to be the first time. Please take it as a learning experience for your subsequent attempts. I recall the time when I first ran my first 18.45 kilometers, which is the streets times run. I literally collapsed on my couch when I returned home and slept for two hours straight without changing out of my running gear. The second time when I ran the 18.45 kilometers run, I managed to get home in one piece after finishing my run at 8.30 a.m. and then turning up at church service at 11.30 a.m. My friends who saw me were wondering if I had, they had remembered the date of my run wrongly and was wondering how I could turn up in the morning after the run. Without the experience in the first time, there would not be the success in the second time. I came across this quote recently, which I would like to share. By taking care of myself, I have so much more to offer the world than I do when I'm running on empty. We live in this world that is fast-paced and demands a lot of us. Since we are here for the long run, no pun intended, we must respect the demands of the distance on us and garner supporters who can help us throughout the journey. Hello fellow runners in the journey of life. Good to see you running this marathon. All the best to you and remember to hydrate yourself at the next water stop. If you have any questions or thoughts on this episode, please connect with me on LinkedIn at bit.ly slash squareapple. That's bit.ly forward slash s-q-u-a-r-e-a-p-p-l-e. Thank you and see you soon. Thank you for joining me today. I'm very honoured to have you here. If you would like to keep going and want to know more about the number one Southeast Asia's leading female entrepreneurship network, head over to Soul Rich Woman at S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com and download the free ebook on how to get clients and multiply your income through personal branding. Remember, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Do subscribe to The Square Apple Show and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye for now.